So I'm speaking with composer Jeff Rousseau, who has quickly demonstrated his versatility by doing amazing work on films like About Cherry and Free Ride. He has also scored series like Necessary Roughness, Hostages, and his most recent project, the critically acclaimed Fargo, uh, inspired by the classic film from the Coen brothers. Jeff, thank you uh, so much for speaking today. Thanks for having me. Uh, so to start, I would love to know uh, how you got involved in music, and at what point did you decide that you wanted to do composing for film and television? Um, you know, it's, it's, it's an interesting story, actually. Um, about 12 years ago, 13 years ago, um, I was asked to act in a movie, and then the director asked me to come in and play on the score, um, because they knew I was a guitar player, and um, I said I'd be happy to. So I went and I met the composer um, who asked me to play some stuff, and I, I was just sort of enamored with the whole process, being in the studio, looking at picture, and having to figure out how to play and what to play um, based on what you saw mm-hmm. in, the, in, in the picture. And it was... Um, it was just really, really interesting to me. And that's, I think, when I got the bug um, and uh, sort of wanted to do it from that point. And I, I didn't really then get into it until about three years later. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think that's where, that's where the, um, the desire began, <laughs> just being a part of the creation of the score of this particular movie. All right. Um, so I'd love to jump right into Fargo, which is an amazing series. It's one of my favorite films, and you know, I was, of course, I was skeptical uh, about this whole series being done, but then I watched a pilot, and I was like, "Wow, that's uh, it's amazing." So tell me about the first time you met with showrunner Noah Hawley, and how did he pitch the show to you, and how did he want you to kind of take on the music? Well, the, uh, my my relationship with um, with Noah predates Fargo. Mm, okay. um, I I did. His, the first show he created for television was called The Unusuals mm-hmm. um, 2000, in 2009. And I met with him on that show after you know submitting a reel and doing a demo. And um, I flew to New York and met with him. And we really sort of hit it off creatively. And he hired me to do that show. And then I've done all the shows that he's done since then. Um, so about a year ago, we were chatting about somewhere we were talking about that and he was he told me that he was asked to develop the uh, a television version of Fargo and immediately I was like okay that's the coolest thing I've ever heard <laughs> because <laughs> I love the movie obviously right and um I was like what what do you want me to do do you tell me how <laughs> how should I how should I approach this and then we talked about the you know the um the vibe and the tone that he wanted um and, you know, the main thing was he said, well, I need it to sound cold and lonesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, that day, went back and wrote music in, in what would become the, the theme for the television show. Right. And uh, I think one of the most iconic parts of the original film is, of course, Carter Burwell's score. And, uh, you know, most composers I speak to always try to distance themselves from anything that came before it if they're working on a franchise or a sequel. But it sounds like you kind of embraced Carter Burwell's score here and then kind of try to make it your your own sound. Is that kind of how you looked at it? Um, it's interesting. 
yes, I, I feel like part of the part of the job was to embrace the tone of the movie mm-hmm. while trying to make a new story. So embracing the tone of his score was part of the, I think, part of the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so which, which sort of led me to doing an orchestral score as opposed right. to a non-orchestral score. Right. Um, and these sort of big, very sort of muscular and, and um, beautiful passages of strings and, and uh, woodwinds. Um, so in that way, embracing the tone of the movie was sort of the number one priority mm-hmm. um, without trying to be what the movie was. Right, right. It, it was a very, I, I feel like it was a very tall order. Like to, to follow in his footsteps is a, is a big, it's a big thing. I, I'm a big Carter Burwell fan. Absolutely. I think he's a really, really great, great composer. And it's, it's a difficult job to to try to do something like that. I mean, we we had always known that we wanted to create our own identity for the show. Absolutely, yeah. And that was a really sort of a really important point of not wanting to be copycats, you right, know. Right. I right. mean, in terms of the show wasn't meant to be a television version of the movie. It was supposed to be and I think we we accomplished it, which is making a show with a new story that lives in that universe. Right, which I think it's exactly that. That's what I loved about it. It, it was its own identity, its own voice, and it, it just felt unique, but it also had that kind of hint of familiarity from that tone and that uh, where, the, where the movie came from. And the tone of the film... And that's, that's exactly... That, that is exactly what I was tasked to do with the music. Uh-huh. And I feel like also the show was tasked to do that with characters in the story right and the the story you know it's very dark but there's also a quirky humor to it much like the film and how do you translate that musically or like do you kind of back away from those kind of dark comedy moments and kind of just play the more of the drama or is it how do you kind of find that tone to really you know translate that into music well it's interesting you know um one of the things that i've always done in terms of my work with noah is if there's something funny, definitely stay away from it musically. Mm-hmm. Um, be- because if you try to play funny, it just sounds like I, it, it sounds faked. Right. Yeah. And it doesn't it doesn't allow the comedy to be what it is, which is truly funny, really in in reality, sort of funny, even as absurd as the comedy in Fargo can be. If you try to punch that up with music, all of a sudden it just feels like shtick, right? And not, not absurdist. And that's you know? yeah, that's what I noticed. Um, like it, you do kind of back away from it. If it's anything comedic, you kind of let the editing and let the the actors kind of play it out versus pushing the music on it. Yeah, and in this particular case, the, the acting is so superb Amazing. that there's no reason to have to try to help it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, which frees me. It frees me up to, to, to really just write for the narrative. And uh, 
And and there is actually, I mean, I noticed there's a lot of music in the show, and I one of my biggest gripes, I think, with TV these days is lack of music, but I love how much score is utilized in Fargo, you know, and you do balance it with the silence, and it kind of, you find that balance to build tension of, of you know, silence and score. So how intricate are the spotting sessions for a series like this? You know, every episode is almost like a a part of a chapter of the film, of a film narrative. And so is it really a detailed kind of spotting session that you guys really hammered out before you go to work? Well, you know, the workflow on this show is different than anything I've ever done before. Really? Um, be, be, yes. And it's, it's interesting that you ask that question because we, I haven't really talked about this particular thing. Uh-huh. Um, but the workflow is, as the first cut comes to Noah, he and the music editor and I will sit down and and watch it and just put music in. Like we we've never been like a lot of times, you know, editors will spot music in from wherever, from mm-hmm. either the composer's library or from other sources, right? Just to sort of make the show glued together. But no editors or directors or anybody are putting any music in the music has always on this show been put in by Noah and the music editor myself mm-hmm. um, because I started writing the music for the show so early I started writing you know just before they even had a script wow. um, I started writing based on conversations with Noah I had by the time they started shooting I had about 45 minutes or about an hour's worth of music written and recorded. Wow. Um, so because of that, the tone, I was trying to set the tone of the music based on the script and based on our conversations. When we went to spot the, um, when we went to spot the, the pilot episode, once we were done, we were just like editing from all these big pieces that I'd written and it all worked. That's so awesome. <laughs> having all the themes and all of those all of those motifs and stuff written prior to having the first episode done really freed me up to be able to write all the new stuff very early. Like I'm writing music to, you know, uh, very much pre-locked picture. Right. So like on our first cut, I'll write new music, and then that'll change. So I'm writing and editing at all times, basically. There's no like, here's the show, let's spot it, write the music, record the music, and we're done. Mm -hmm. It's just like a full-on movie process where as the edit is changing, the music cues are changing, and the music cues are being re-edited and rewritten and adjusted um, as we go forward. So we're we're really doing a, a, a movie ethos in a television in a television schedule it's it's difficult but it is it i think it is what is making the end result what it is absolutely and it's it's a it's an anthology show right so every series every season is going to be a self-contained story right that's the that's the idea the idea is this story has an end episode 10 is final so do you so do you are you kind of briefed upon how the entire season's going to play out before you before you started so do you have like an idea of the character arcs and the narrative before you even began writing so you know where you're going or are you kind of just kind of taking it as a well comes? well the inter- that's that's the part that's interesting is because I wrote so much of it based on the first script first and second scripts mm-hmm. I had an idea as to what the characters were like right and 
where they were going to end up, but I didn't know specifics. I didn't know specifics until I read the last script, which was two months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so as as the characters evolve, I've adapted and changed cues as we go. Okay. And then with every... Because I do an orchestra session now every week, um, I have to adapt those cues sort of in a hurry. <laughs> you know, now that we're, we've sort of come to this point where things are going to start happening very quickly. Right. Um, so like we'll sit and watch, um, we'll sit and watch an episode and we'll say, okay, this theme works really great here. This theme works really great here. Let's do a new version of this theme here. Um, and here we just need a totally new cue because we're going to retire this theme and then bring in something new since there's this major change that happens here. Mm-hmm. That's so, basically how the, the whole workflow goes. So when you do come to those points where you're like, okay, let's change the theme or make a variation of the theme, what kind of influence is that? What pushes that? Like, are you kind of following the characters, maybe the, the dialogue or the story? Like, what's really pushing your music into different directions throughout this whole process? Well, it's really about the character and the narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, it's rare that I'm playing score during dialogue. Mm-hmm. It has happened occasionally in, in the show, but there are so many passages, long passages of just picture without dialogue right. um, that I'm really very much able to just write what I'm seeing as opposed to what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and now that, you know, I was reading that the Cohen brothers got involved after they saw the the pilot. So are they have you gotten any feedback from them at all now that they're uh, as executive producers? Have you talked to them at all? I I, I don't. I I have <laughs> no um contacts with them. Oh, okay. Um I I I'm solely contacting with uh with Noah. Which is good. As the showrunner, <laughs> he sort of calls the shots. I I mean that's not to say that they don't have whatever notes that they have. I'm not sure what their involvement is on that level, mm-hmm. um, but I, I don't have any contact with them. Well, the the show itself is amazing, and I and I know I loved it. I watched the first, you know, the pilot, and it almost felt like a, a the, the the first episode was almost like a film, and I was blown away. So I can't wait to see where this uh, where the story goes. But uh, um, to wrap up, I always like to ask composers uh, this one question: If you could score any film ever made, pretending it never has been made before, with no disrespect to the original composer or the score, which film would you choose? Oh, wow, that's a very interesting question. <laughs> that's a very interesting question because, you know, like you said, there, there's no, no, meaning no disrespect to the original composer because obviously... They're great. Right. Yeah. I, I would say Shawshank. I would say the Shawshank Redemption. That's a great, great. That's a great choice. I love that. Um, and, and and there there's a number of reasons for that, and that's not the least, which is it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Absolutely. Um, and one of my favorite scores. It's a really great score. Thomas Newman did a, a really great mix of that sort of old timey Americana. Mm-hmm and film score together, you know, orchestral thing. Beautiful, yeah, Um, I love it. Which is very interesting to me because I'm a a guitar player, so Mm. I really do enjoy, like, hearing a banjo or hearing a bandolin or hearing cool stringed instruments played that way. Well, that's a... 
I, I forget who else picked that, but you're not you're not alone in that camp. A lot, a few other composers picked oh, Shawshank. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just lost you. I lost you there. Uh, so I, I, I was just saying that um, a lot of other composers, I think, picked Shawshank as well. I don't, I forget who, but you're not alone in that in that decision. So <laughs> interesting. <laughs> but Jeff, uh, thank you so much for your time today. That was it was amazing to to get into that process because now I can I think appreciate the show a little bit more how your how your workflow was and it's amazing. Congrats on the ratings and everything. It's a huge success and uh, and hopefully we can do this again sometime. It was a real pleasure. Be happy to. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs>